The Smuts Up Podcast is a bad show made by idiots. You probably shouldn't listen to it. The Smuts Up Podcast is for entertainment purposes only and is not intended to diagnose, treat, or cure any disease except boredom, and even that's up for debate. Proceed with caution and listen at your own risk. It's a bad show made by idiots. I put a D20 in my mouth. Hulk smash? Question mark. Hulk smash. Hulk smash. Good. Hulk beat that ass. <laughs> For uh, right. Halloween, I uh, I got so drunk, I set up a Christmas tree and uh, apparently blacked out and pissed in a closet. What a fun time that That's sounds like. <laughs> delightful evening yeah you know i'm not i'm i'm not upset about the part where you piss in your closet like i'm sorry that happened and everything but i am upset that you were putting up a fucking christmas tree on halloween man that's not cool shameful god i'm yeah oh okay guys look i get halloween is everybody else's thing and like but i am a christmas man till i die i fucking i can't fault you on that i I can't and i won't Christmas you know is what? the one time of year I get blackout drunk. Oh, okay, the second, third <laughs> time of year, fourth, fifth time of year I get blackout drunk. <laughs> argue with my sister, almost completely ruin the family. But it's okay because it's Christmas. That's Christmas spirit. It's Christmas. Oh yeah, that's why I love Christmas and family. It yeah, sounds like Halloween's pretty rad for you too, though. <laughs> this Halloween was is fucking nuts. I don't even like. I don't know what happened, but it went completely off the fucking rails. Like apparently, I just got up and I was like, "Oh, pee." <laughs> so pee. So like, I guess I got up, started heading towards the bathroom, missed the bathroom, opened up my hallway closet, and just started pissing. And everybody was like, "What are you doing?" And I was like, "Uh." I guess I wasn't even saying words back. I was just. Uh. <laughs> I mean, it's your home. You yeah, get exactly. to decide exactly where you're allowed to pee. And if you want to piss 100%. in that closet, who's going to stop you? Then? Well, I have to mop it up the next day. Nobody else is going to be there. So I was like, yeah, yeah. Like, y'all don't have to deal with it. Fuck y'all. But now I'll never live it down. I woke I up the next day and everybody's like, oh, you pissed in a closet. I was like, yeah. <laughs> my closet. Are you are you guys saying you didn't piss in a closet? Get out of my house. Yeah, I, I like invite you fa- into my house. I like the fact that you're talking about it. You're, it's a power move, actually. You're claiming it here on the show, and you're like, "Fuck it? you guys! I'm not going to be ashamed of my closet pissing." No, <laughs> you know what? If I want to say, oh, <laughs> I think I also woke up with like a big old dent on my hood because <laughs> in order to get to my christmas tree i had to james bond it over my fucking hood to get oh god that story tree. turned out so much better than i thought it was going to yes. <laughs> yes, I oh, yeah, no, I didn't drive no one drove no one drove it was completely stationary i just decided to climb up on top of my truck and, and like i was so scared for a second <laughs> Yeah, and then I and then I just like started going on a rampage. I just ran over a bunch of school signs and <laughs> No, but yeah, I uh yeah, I don't I don't remember much. But uh I was told stories, which you know what, none of them could be true. I don't know. I would do that a lot. I would actually like falsify stories of what happened to super drunk friends just to just to piss them off. Just just to see how they would react. What are they gonna do about it? Exactly, huh? like, Get pissed, blackout, drunk again, so you can make up another story? If anything, you're helping them. Yeah. Honestly, after that, I was like, "Wow, wow, wow, wee, wow." Like, hey, <laughs> listen, not actually, that much. Actually, what 
what they really did is just like just pass out and piss their pants now i'm doing them a favor of like a narrative that was way more magical than like just falling asleep and embarrassing yourself no this time you went on a rampage and it was awesome it was awesome dude you kissed a <laughs> raccoon last night <laughs> <laughs> like a real fucking raccoon you just picked it up you just were talking to it like it was a like it was your child and it came up to you you picked it up looked it dead in the eyes and said i love you and you deserve to be loved and you kissed it right on the lips it bit you and you know maybe you should go get that checked out consent is so important oh 100 percent. i mean now he's got rabies but or he doesn't because who knows what's true because i'm a liar worse things i think than getting blackout drunk and pissing your pants you could get blackout drunk and piss someone else's pants so true that is an awkward situation and a very awkward morning do you guys want to start the podcast the what i put a d20 in my mouth i put a d20 in my mouth I put a D20 in my mouth. Smuts up, everyone. You're listening to the Smuts Up Podcast. It's sex live for everyone, starting with ourselves. I'm Ray Dunnigan, and with me are my Trace good friends. I'm Lex Estrada. I'm Deep Wheeled. I'm Captain Spanx. Drop anchor. It's a spanker. We are returning for part two of the last episode. Last episode, we ended up getting sidetracked. Um, I, the tentacle I, episode went a little long. <laughs> yeah, we ended up talking about the Matrix again. I'm pretty sure. Uh, I'm pretty sure actually the entire episode was about the Matrix. I, I haven't listened to the episode yet, but I have no um, idea. <laughs> so now we're going to do part two, and it's going to be on Vor, and we have our local Vor expert here to um, guide us. Hello, I'm your local lore expert. I feel like some kind of like safari uh, tour guide. Like, and over here you have uh, the predatorial vorophilia. Now, by predatorial, I don't. That's problematic. Anyways. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> And we'll see you next week after we fix the script. <laughs> Uh, okay so we got some research here on this one from a website called devour.com about vorophilia so it's frequently shortened to vor so the word is derived from the latin vore to swallow or devour and the ancient word philia or love like have you ever had someone when you were like younger say you were like oh you're so cute i could just eat you up i always wonder like are they in devour and also, what a horrible thing to say to a child. <laughs> yeah, all of this is not great, <laughs> what you just said. <laughs> I've had so many strangers say that to me. Yeah. yeah. It's such an odd thing to say to a child, especially when they're in such a very specific stage of life where most of their stories are about witchy women who are eating fat, fat children. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of that in fairy tale literature, isn't there? There yeah. is. 
maybe Vor was bigger like back in uh in in the Mother Goose days than we ever truly believe, and it was probably beaten out by the Christians. This might was be that, controversial, but aren't Christians kind of into Vor because they kind of like eat the body of Christ? The body of Christ, yeah. they do. They and drink his blood and they and eat his body. How does that not sound fucking like uh, you know? Hey, love whatever you want, you know, do whatever you want to do, but like, don't say Scientology is weird if you know you're not going to do an introspective look at whatever you're at. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, for mm-hmm. sure. It is interesting. I think that we're going to see though that there is a slight distinction between cannibalism and vorophilia, though. So, okay, the actual word of orophilia itself refers to a paraphilia closely related to endosomatophilia. Endo means inside, soma is like referring to the body, and again, philia is love. Um, so a paraphilia in which one derives sexual pleasure from being consumed or covered by anything, basically. Vorophilia is different in that the particular person deriving the sexual pleasure may be either an observer, a victim, or a predator, not just the victim, as in endosomatophilia. Um, and in that the act must be or is preferably between two creatures who are at least remotely alive. So that's the, yeah, the distinction between that and cannibalism, I think, is key there. Um, it's sometimes, but not necessarily consensual. Yeah. Uh, in terms of what you're talking about, like today with vorophilia or vor as a paraphilia or sexual interest where like arousal occurs from the idea of being eaten or swallowed or just as you said observing the process occasionally by like the like giants giantess even plants or even like monsters uh preferences may vary i've noticed snakes are actually very popular uh within this community and most prefer to fantasize about being devoured alive whole and alive or as it's called a soft four as opposed to those who prefer to be like torn apart chewed and killed which is like hard for the fantasy may include like digestion which may usually is um imagined to be like painless yeah, so again, like like the last episode, we are in pure fantasy territory here. Like the stuff that I saw was like giant snakes like swallowing ladies whole and like it it was like not again, like pure fantasy stuff. Oh, yeah, exactly. Like that's that's all my expertise in uh fetishes are all those based in like fantasies. So these are my waters. Okay, yeah, I just, I thought it was an important distinction for people that aren't familiar with the stuff, you know, they're not, this isn't actually happening, like, this is, like, yeah, 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 no, this is, like, cartoon pictures of it, or, like, weird, I don't know, I have so much weird CGI shit and stuff. Oh, God, yeah, yeah. like, (laughs) trying out their first, like, CGI project, like, oh, I'm making this weird little thing, All kinds of interesting shit, (laughs) But... If you do want it to be real, the Everglades is a very good place for this. <laughs> this is yeah, true. Gator, you got Anywhere it. in Florida, really, with a body of water. Honestly, yeah. It is very jungle-like atmosphere here as well, because it's like kind of like humid, so you can get that. Why are you stuff. telling them where to find us, everybody? Uh, who said us? I live on We're one, trying two, to three, lure them to our Avenue. swamps. <laughs> I live on nine, seven, eight, fake street 
978. That's weird because that's actually your address. I didn't. Think I know that is weird that you would say that on the show. <laughs> I've been sending like mail to the wrong address. Come and get me, fuckers. <laughs> I'll fight. I'll fight anybody. <laughs> Anyways, you- yeah. Uh, completely sidetracked. <laughs> that was great, though. Thank you. But in most cases, like the Vorophili who fantasize about being eaten are called like prey based on how animals are considered to be prey to other animals who are in the higher food chain position. Uh, are humans still like in the top? We haven't created some kind of like weird mutant or anything that like, you know, knocked us off as an apex predator. Well, I mean, we still seem to succumb to very small like organisms like you know <laughs> oh, I see bacteria and stuff like that so i mean i don't know it's debatable i guess <laughs> that maybe man isn't the highest on the food chain it's all debatable whatever 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 <laughs> well envorphilia actually does the eating and the fantasies are often referred to as the pred the predator in, it, in this word now, now, I Pred is a fine name. Predator right. is a fine name. Uh, I would have gone with the hungry man. <laughs> <laughs> it does, you know. Like mm-hmm. it, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, in, instead of Pred and Prey, uh, I, I, I think a, a rebranding. If they ever wanted to, we could call them uh, the hungry man and the hot pocket. Ooh, nice. <laughs> Just a warm little hot pocket. Oh my god, yeah, that's so cute. Mm, I like it. My little high pocket. My tasty little Totino roll. Like, you know. I was, I, was, I was going completely in one direction, and if you wanted to like actually like rebrand it to be worse, I would say like Pred Durst. That would have been, <laughs> been funny if I didn't stutter through it. So which one are you? Are you the are you the the, the prey or are you the Pred Durst? Ooh, now that I made it be the worst one, I would just be the pred. It just seems fine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so the most common types of vor, as you mentioned, is soft vor. So this is like being swallowed or like swallowing something whole with no like, you know, gore or bloodshed or whatever. Soft vor defines all kinds of vor that do not involve killing, gore, digestion, etc., Usually swallowing the victim, like, alive, and then the predator, like, holds it sort of, like, prisoner, I guess, for lack of a better word. I mean, actually doing this kind of soft war is, as you could have easily reasoned, impossible in real life. And, you know, is, I guess, realized in, online in the form of role-playing? Usually that's how it's kind of more or less realized. Cool. Yeah, that's what I could sort of see. Um... In soft war, prey can be either willing or unwilling. Uh, because of its non-violent nature, soft war is commonly regarded as more sensual and sexually oriented. Soft war is defined by the prey going down whole, as I said. Um, many have their own preferences on whether or not they want to be like digestion, digested or like snuffed out or like held. Or I mean, I guess there's like a lot of shades of nuance, of course, to all this stuff. I also thought of a new drinking game looking at this script, like, drink every time we say the word vor. It's there a lot. It's there a lot. <laughs> it's also underlined because apparently it's spelled wrong. <laughs> I also uh, don't want to do that because uh, <laughs> you will die. Pit- 
I already cleaned up some piss in my closet. Yeah, I feel like yeah, yeah Ray, you've you've had enough. You you give yourself a break. Yeah, I'm sweating out the alcohol right now, even though it's like fifty five degrees outside. Drink some kombucha. It's made of sea monkeys. Kombucha has alcohol in it. Wait, it's made, it's of, made of mushrooms, and it looks like wieners. <laughs> Hold on a second. I only have like yeah. two or three brain cells rubbing together right now. <laughs> yeah, no, dude, when you drink the kombucha, that's why it's good for you because the sea monkeys live in your tummy and they like repair you like that Futurama episode. Exactly. Question. And they love it. So they would be more of the uh, prey in this. Would that be soft for? I think it would be soft is because they want oh, to yeah. be in there and they yeah. want to help you out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Are you guys oh, talking man, about there's a lot of vegans in the soft vor and they didn't even know it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's an interesting question. I wonder if vegans are in divorce. If you are a vegan and you're in divorce, let us know at smutsup69 at gmail.com. So are parasites in divorce, like tapeworms and stuff? Ooh. Hmm. Maybe. Yeah, that's interesting. I wonder if that's a thing. I, it must be little like poopy little poopy worms. No, like a fetish. Like I bet, <laughs> I bet there's people out there that like that's like a, something that they're like into thinking I about or whatever. Heard it's a really I, good way to lose weight. I wish I was. I have also heard many this. parasites. I heard you can just get it by going to a gas station and getting an egg salad sandwich. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> okay, so what's the other type? I feel like... There are less common. Uh, there's the hard vor, which involves like the gore and the killing of the victim. Cutting, biting, tearing, cooking, dismembering, and chewing. And the hard vor can often it will, like, involve like digestion, death, and like very realistic features. But like, you know, that kind of gets out that more like primordial urge with like, you know, hard vor is another eating another like living object with destructive and often very fatal results. I can kind of see that, you know, all humans, we kind of have this primordial urge for like, you know, um, uh, blood and dismemberment and all that. Like it's just in our, it's just, we do eat meat i mean we're meat eaters right like so that kind of makes sense exactly like you know i'm just like everyone's a psycho killer right right guys no i'm kidding um (laughs) (laughs) try to drag you guys into this like come on everyone wants to kill each other but we can't anyway you're not dragging me down with you i don't know you (laughs) i mean no i think it's pretty well established that humans are by nature typically kind of violent right like yeah very violent territorial apes i mean that that's true of most like being violent and territorial is true of of a lot of animals that's i don't think that's something that we need to feel bad about we just need to keep an eye on it and do a good job of controlling it exactly um there are other types of war that include the um macrophilia and microphilia in which one character is involved is much larger or smaller than normal that's where you get your like giants or your like the the oh there's the opposite one where it's just like shrinking i it has an exact name i think it's just called microphilia actually is it microphilia a uh lumineer song well yeah you know actually we're gonna go into all of those like really specific ones after the interlude oh okay exactly yeah but yeah no for sure that's definitely yeah 
I'm glad uh, Rex heard that because I'm just going to add laughter. After. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. I'm looking here at what somebody suggested for the interlube. We want to do more zoo crew. Interlube your mind. I'm very excited about this interlube. I was reading it just a moment ago, and yes, 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 yes. Okay. Yes, what movie are we thinking? Um, I like all three of those. <laughs> like, I don't remember the second one. You remember the Brave Little Toaster? I love the Brave Little Toaster. That's I have the not movie. seen the Brave Little Toaster in 25 years. I yeah, I don't movie. remember that shit. I'm it. sorry. <laughs> I got it. This is my time to shine. <laughs> this was the movie I annoyed my parents with because I wanted to watch it like all the fucking the mask. time. Oh, God. Mine was a goofy movie. Well, <laughs> okay, okay. Home Alone. Ooh, oh yes, Home yes, alone. I like that. That's that is choice. <laughs> Let's do that one. All right, we're entering into the interlude. Everybody, get in the right headspace. Crew, zoo, crew, zoo, crew. Welcome to the interlude, everyone. On today's interlude, since we realized you guys love the zoo crew so much, we decided to make an entire section of this episode just for you. It's not annoying at all. Is that a baby? (laughs) (laughs) Ew, someone has a stinky poo-poo diaper. It's your mom. Speaking of your mom and stinky poo-poo diapers, we're here to tell you about the entire Home Alone movie from start to finish. It all starts when this fucking idiot doesn't get on the plane with his family. Like, who can't, who, what kind of kid doesn't know how to fly a plane? Home Alone 2 lost in New York. We had a president in that one. Oh, jeez. Oh, fuck, you're right. God oh, damn. God. Oh, my God, a broke character. You're right. <laughs> he fuck. taught us how to read maps. <laughs> and boy, oh, boy, does he love pizza. He stole his dad's credit card. Cha-ching. Cash register noises. Ring, 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 ring. What's that? Is it Tim Curry? Hell yeah, it is. He, he owns an entire hotel. He runs an entire hotel. He has an unhealthy interest in what this child is doing. <laughs> he grows up to be the wrench. <laughs> they all might be lizard people. We- His parents should be in jail. <laughs> How do you lose your kid twice? <laughs> oh, wait, weren't there more Home Alone movies? <laughs> No! <laughs> what terrible parents! Let's His parents are in a worse Wii U. product of another time. His parents are in a worse place than jail. They're in Florida. <laughs> also known as America's stinky little doo-doo pit. <laughs> Come to America's our swamp. <sighs> I pissed in a closet. <laughs> he ain't lying. 
<laughs> Bragging rights. <laughs> Do you think Home Alone took place in the Matrix? Don't unplug me. Why not? <laughs> God, we can't talk about the Matrix anymore. <laughs> Uh, Red pill, blue pill, doesn't matter. Shove it up my butt. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually fun just to let you guys go and just like, what the fuck are they going to say? <laughs> are you not joining back. in on us with the zoo crew? Oh, no, not at all. Are you not joining in with us with Home Alone? Home of the Sticky Bandits! <laughs> sticky Bandits! Imagine breaking into a house to try to steal a child and the child is actually like low-key a MacGyver. Whoa! That's Home Alone. Wait, no, real talk. Were they trying to steal the child or just like the That's stuff in there? That's what I added for dramatic effect. Okay. Boo-hoo! <laughs> well, in no, the morning, maybe wanted... night. Who knows? I have not gone outside in years. Because it's, <laughs> it's five years from the future in 2025 and the pandemic has not gotten better. It ain't better. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dying. Uh, fuck you, poor people. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus Cha-ching. Cash register noises. <laughs> <laughs> Not for poor people. Have you ever put too much aftershave on your face and you scream bloody murder? <laughs> <laughs> That's home alone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid of I'm afraid of the heater in the basement but I'll totally take on two adult men <laughs> and what was this up with the neighbor house. guy <laughs> what no the neighbor guy with the salt yeah, like what with, the fuck oh, his older brother tells them uh, tells him that he was a murderer and he hides all the bodies in his barrel of salt and that's not true it's not we true. don't know. Has I mean, yeah, I feel like that's never name? established. Like, I think that it based is. on he, he, you know, he could still be a murderer. Yeah, this like, is true. Just, but I think he was he just a lonely old man because his family yeah. didn't talk to him anymore. He could still like totally be a murderer, though. Like most yeah. murderers are. <laughs> like most guys, murderers. Do you guys know who's on uh, social media now? Speaking of murderer, who's a murderer? Who? <laughs> 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 He drove a white Bronco. Oh, I was like, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. I have, I have him on several. I'm just keeping an eye on him. Oh, Making my sure God. he's looking for that real killer. So he commented on that one guy who like got caught masturbating on a Zoom call. And he's like, wow, not even I would do that. I know, <laughs> like, dude. You that got away so with murder. <laughs> I know. No, I know. That's why that's that's how you know that we're living in like a strange alternate reality. But I mean... You do have to say that, like, when that's happening, I've heard a lot of people comment on this before. When that when that happens, like, I don't know, man. I will say that there's a particular comedic effect that was achieved in doing oh, that that I fucking respect. <laughs> the world ended in 2012. We are not actually in a real reality anymore. We have a reality TV star as a president. We're living in the Matrix. <laughs> and former murderers are now on social media. The wow. Onion is now yeah. the only factual news source we can trust. That's been true for a very long time. <laughs> oh, yes. I get all of my news from The Onion. <laughs> and Reductress. Reductress is very good, too. Reductress and Babylon B. Oh, I just won't quit. Fired for, try for trying to start a union. <laughs> 
guys. <laughs> Low key, I'm crying right now. But, <laughs> uh, but we got to work through this pain. Are we gonna Are we gonna keep talking about movies, or are we exiting out of this inner lube? I don't know. I feel like we could have zoo crewed this a little more. We didn't even bring up the fact that it's the same two guys, the same two robbers. Same two robbers get out of jail, then they get a Twitter. (laughs) 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 Brag about getting away with it by writing a book saying, if we stole this child. (laughs) Go to New York, steal a kid. (laughs) Darn you, kid. Uh, I cannot wait to loop your guys' laughter on that one for like an hour. (laughs) (laughs) You just like fucking make a recording of your jokes and then fucking put a track of us laughing and you just listen to it. (laughs) Like, yes. I'm so funny. How did I never think of this? Yeah, this is the perfect perfect feedback loop. That's why when your friends say, hey, let's start a podcast, that's why I went, I'll edit it. (laughs) (laughs) I choose what I say on here and what goes in. Oh, no. Oh, God. I'm God. All right, well, let's work through the fear and worry and trepidation we're all feeling as well as, you know, the confusion about the plot of home alone like why i don't know i have a lot of questions for the writers but i have the they're not here right all of your questions i've seen exactly like... two movies in my entire life home alone one home alone two lost in new york <laughs> why did it have to be the same bad guys uh, I don't think that it would have been as enjoyable if they introduced uh, new bad guys because these guys you kind of got a feel for them in the first one. Like one of them is is Joe Pesci and he's he's, he's he talks hey. kind of silly, and the other one I don't know his actor's name, but he's tall and he's got fluffy hair and you look Kramer. at him and you just like him. Okay, that too. makes sense. And then there is also the new bad guy in the like the hotel manager or whatever Tim Curry's character uh, is. Tim Curry, yeah, he, he's another adversary the hotel bad guy you mean donald trump (laughs) four years of terrorizing my psyche i'm glad yeah i don't know about that but yeah in the second one they were able to introduce more bad guys and more good guys Yeah, that's true. That's true. That pigeon lady, actually, I really wanted to, like, make a pigeon lady friend when I was a kid. Oh, absolutely. It's never too late. I'm concerned that the pigeon lady didn't, like, you know, see that there was definitely a child with no adult attached to him and was totally okay just, like, hanging out in the park with him. Hey, kid, you got heroin? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, kids, 2020, you got heroin? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh no i'm sorry you got any of that fentanyl <laughs> that's good shit that's the good you're shit. a kid right you got adderall <laughs> yeah you got some of that adderall or some you look crack like one of them smart kids who studies so you probably have a lot of adderall we just crush it up on a mirror and like you know just fucking study quotations all night wait you look under 25 i was gonna ask you for a cigarette but you got any e-bars <laughs> <laughs> I need I need my vape niche. <laughs> hey kid, you got any jewel pods? <laughs> hey kid, you want to buy some jewel pods? I got some mango, got some <laughs> all I the got good outlaw pods. Ones. I got Tide pods. I got everything the twelve year olds want. 
I even got nails too, if, you know, in case you want them. <laughs> so you kids and you. What you gotta say though that that mangled the mango jewel pot is evil because it is it tastes so good. Just drink it. Yeah, literally, it's just, just a drink. Slurp it right out of your little USB port. It Nothing better works. than some hardcore nicotine poisoning. <laughs> <laughs> Slurp, slurp. <laughs> Why can't cigarettes taste this good? Pairs well with Tide Pods. <laughs> Tide Pods, are you talking about that yummy lunchtime snack? <laughs> it looks like candy because it is. It totally is. Eat it, children. Adults eat it and then get sick and then say, oh my god, I can't believe kids are dumb enough to eat this and spread rumors <laughs> on the internet that kids were eating it, even though it was actually adults. <laughs> Because adults are fucking dumb, dude. <laughs> dumb. Dumb, 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 dumb. I mean, like, for realsies. So stupid. <laughs> like, how can you be so goddamn stupid? How are you so, so depressing? Oh, my God. I don't know if I can take much more. Honestly, the reality of this is like between Ray Dunnigan. Between other people's Who names, who are you talking about? You can cut this whole part, it's fine. But like I can't I can't jump in, it's too fucking funny. It like breaks every time. You guys break me. I can't handle the zoo crew. I quit. <laughs> I quit the zoo crew. There is no quitting the zoo crew. You must be dumped in and jumped out. Once you're in the zoo crew, you're in the zoo crew. <laughs> you're in the zoo crew for life. <laughs> <laughs> no escape. Time to uh, like take my own death. <laughs> We will track you down. And we'll uh, find you. <laughs> Captain the real. Anywhere Not there's a radio connection, we are there. Hook, line, and sinker. Ain't I a stinker? Oh. <laughs> Welcome to the step family. <laughs> I'll make sure nobody finds your bodies. Bodies. I'm an ethereal being beyond beyond the the hassles of a physical mortal being's body. I am nothing but God. <laughs> You'll never find my body. The call's coming from inside the house. It's coming from in your butt. <laughs> bored. You got bored. You got bored. I was about to ask who farted, but then I realized I'm all here by myself, so it was just me. <laughs> who shit in my pants? <laughs> all right, which one of you shit my pants? Why is there piss in my shoes? Oh, that's right, because I keep them in my closet. <laughs> I'm going to go take a piss, but I'm going to leave my mic on. I'm sweating tears out of my eyeballs. You're gonna wait, you're gonna go take a piss and you're gonna leave your mic on so we can hear it. Is that why? I don't consent to this. Why not? Wow, sounds like Niagara Falls. 
And I already told Deep that we would have to make people pay to listen to it if that was on there. See, they're in OnlyFans, in OnlyFans, but it's just, you know, everyone listening to you piss from the hallway. OnlyFans, except it's literally just my ceiling fan. <laughs> OnlyFans! <laughs> oh my god, I want to start a fan store called OnlyFans. OnlyFans. <laughs> hey, you got any batteries home? here? No. Hey, did you read the fucking sign that says OnlyFans? <laughs> <laughs> Literally nothing else. We got ceiling fans. We got we got the the hand fans. We got we got your own fans. We, we got, got fans, fans for your fucking computer. <laughs> we got computer fans. We got desk fans. We got we 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 got car fans. We got fan belts. <laughs> we got fans that when you're talking to them, they make your voice sound all funny. <laughs> We got fans for your eyes. <laughs> we got eye fans. Eye fans. <laughs> no, it's not made by Apple. They're just for your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> it just, they're just eye fans. That's uh, <laughs> what you do is you uh, you put it, you attach them to your glasses without any lenses on them, and they just. Uh, are they, Are you back, deep? They make yes, it, they make your eyes super dry. It's uh, <laughs> hell yeah. Look, You're my fucking cousin time. made it. All right, he told me to put it in the store. <laughs> this is a this is a store with OnlyFans in it. What do you want me to do, huh? <laughs> it's it, you know you got to do what you got to do for your step family. <laughs> Welcome to the step family. <laughs> Welcome to the step family. <laughs> is that our new crew morning show? Um, Welcome to the name? step family. Oh my god. Uh gross. Step family in the morning. Uh boy oing. What are you doing, step bro? <laughs> oh, god, you. So gross. <laughs> you can make it less gross. Do something that's more like 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 I don't have to listen to you. You're not my real dad. <laughs> <laughs> it's still not okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> I'll hey, never yo, call you mom. <laughs> Deborah. <laughs> now listen here, son. You do have to you do have to talk to your mother with respect, okay? I know it's not your real mother. I know your real mother decided to just go ahead and leave us for the zoo crew in the morning. Everyone. Zoo crew plus one. Now we got your mom. <laughs> Spoiler alert, she takes it in the butt. <laughs> Interlube your mind. All right, so we have some like more specific types of lore to tell you about. Do we? we yes. Do. Oh, do we? Sorry, <laughs> I thought you guys wanted more. You guys never, you never, you never, no one ever said stop. No, 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 no. I just, I like it to keep going because <laughs> you have to cut that up. So you know. Would it be vor? Oh, no, that's gonna if be you wanted raw to step AF. through someone's mouth and wear their body like a costume. I don't know. I that's think maybe it would be real killer. Yeah, no, I think it would be actually. Here, I think I can answer that because okay, so as I said, like 
it's from like it's it's a part like usually vor is considered to be like a form of endosomatophilia right like within a body you know so that kind of would fit i think all right so it's often an underlying factor in vorophilia or phagophilia like phagio is like the means like to eat or to consume um there's other things like unbirth um insertion fantasies other things that are kind of like related to this i'll talk about unbirth i'll take this from you don't worry (laughs) it is a sexual fetish involving the desire to be swallowed alive by the female genitalia and taking the desire to return to the womb literally at heart unbirthing fans will sometimes link to their new mother via like magical adaptation of an umbilical cord and remain happily enclosed for a long as their host permits. Unbirthing so, is simply just reverse birth from outside into a vagina. This is yeah, so this is interesting. Like, I don't know, this like idea of a magical umbilical cord, like <laughs> Does it have to involve the umbilical cord? Would it be considered unbirthing if you attempted to wear a woman like a hat? Well, I mean, if you didn't have the umbilical <laughs> cord. Like, how would you eat? I guess you just have to keep shoving things up her. Well, I mean, if I if I if I'm just wearing her like a hat, uh, I, I'd I'd still have my mouth available. Okay, well, I don't know if that's unbirthing. Then I think that might be a different thing. That's more like- <laughs> That is more of like a fetish of where you desire to be like an article of clothing, which I do believe has a name, and I will find it for you eventually. Oh, okay. Fascinating. <laughs> I got a whole mess of these. That's very interesting. I never considered that. Okay, cool. It's not something I'm into. This is more of a general question. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah of course. <laughs> Just pop her on like a hat. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so there's macrophilia, which is a sexual attraction to like larger people. Like it's like hell yeah. Like it could actually in, in this case, it's like giants, like things that are like much bigger usually. Like um, <laughs> macrophilia has two main forms: the like shrinking of the self and enlargement of the others, uh, of an, of another. Sorry, um, microphilia is like a sexual attraction to a smaller thing, like a, or a smaller so- sexual object. It's not necessarily the opposite of macrophilia. However, it is close enough to be kind of called the opposite. There's like a lot of, you know, nuance to all of this, as I said. It can also refer to the desire to be miniaturized or diminished in size. Uh, Many microphiles are interested in vor and like insertion fetishes. These phenomena are two sides of the same coin within like with macrophiles fantasizing about larger beings, microphiles microphiles fantasizing about smaller beings and a crossover contingent fantasizing about both fuck that was hard to say Jesus I thought microphiles were just tiny files like little tiny files (laughs) hard (laughs) to read but really good on memory yeah so I think (laughs) this like the the, the idea of the, the insertion fetish I think that that's like the idea of like maybe becoming like miniaturized and like I don't know, becoming like a dildo or something yeah, like that, I or was like. I gonna say that, like, oh, that'd be awesome. Just some large person just 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 uses you as a dildo. That's that'd be pretty hot. I'd be down <laughs> <for> that. <laughs> I never thought about that, but lots to consider. Anyway, <laughs> so 
anybody is anybody horny to be pizza? It's like it's like imagine if pizza were a hot woman. Well, we talked about you see a nice drippy, cheesy, greasy slice, and it, sometimes I see it and I'm just like, ooh, yeah, maybe. Now I sometimes I kind of get me. it. Yeah, it's okay. Not that so I want to you... see it and be inside of it, but it it just looks so warm, and I'm just like, man, I'm kind of cold. I wish I was that warm slice. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Okay, so should we talk about what food we would want to be? Does that still does that still count as vor? Actually, I think that might be something different. This, actually, this might be a completely different thing where like you imagine to be food, but I think it might fall under the umbrella of vorophilia. But like, I, let's I say you're so. like, let's say since you have an obsession with pizza, Luxa, you're like an anthropomorphic pizza woman, you know. I'd be like a weird pizza burrito man. I don't know if I'm into that, actually. <laughs> not, doing any, not doing anything for me. <laughs> well, maybe maybe one of those five-pound some... gummy bears. <laughs> oh, man, great. <laughs> my, my stepbrother's a five-pound gummy bear. <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> yeah. Look, we picked him up off the side of the road. My, my mother said, this, this is now your brother. Because my fa- my my new stepfather is just a giant fucking gummy worm. <laughs> <laughs> we have a lot of mental health issues in our family. <laughs> Isn't that right, Pizza Cat? <laughs> hey, you shut your mouth, hot dog. <laughs> your family's a concession stand. Guys, I'm sorry. My <laughs> my grandfather wandered into the studio. I'm sorry. I was born in a concession stand. That's why my name's Concession Stan. My name's Concession Stan, and my birthing pool was a fryer. That's why. That's why I'm missing four of my fingers because they took them off, and they said, "Hey, here's your, uh, here's your mozzarella sticks." This is a really tragic character we're all creating. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'll even have a soundtrack for it. Let's all go to the lobby. Everything, uh, everything changed for me though when that movie uh, Home Alone: Lost in New York came out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you remember the scene where that crazy lady's feeding the birds, but uh, <laughs> that was my that was my sister in law, one of the birds in there. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would be like an ice cream cone, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, because you can get licked and you're nice and cool. And if you get the waffle cone, you're ribbed for her pleasure or his pleasure. Ooh. Such an abstract way of thinking about all this stuff, but I'm yeah. not complaining about it. I would like to be a burrito because you could like get to be all wrapped up in a nice tortilla blanket. Plus, uh, burritos kind of phallic anyway, but also you can kind of like open it up and fuck the flaps. <laughs> Long story short, I'm uh, I'm banned from Taco Bells all across the country. <laughs> yeah, is a burrito a poor man's flashlight? Anybody know a lawyer that, that doesn't ask a lot of questions? Yeah, his name is Concession Stan. <laughs> <laughs> He's also a lawyer. 
concession stand attorney at Slaw. <laughs> uh, that was a nice reach. I specialize nice reach. in anything Slaw, so if you put Slaw on a pizza, it's Pizza Slaw. <laughs> uh, well, thank you very much. I think I'm going to go seek legal help from somebody else, Mr. Uh, Stan. I would be. Is, uh, it, is your first name concession or is your last name concession? Stan. The concession part's obviously not my name. It's Is Stan. it more of a S-T-A-N, title? Like Stan. Like Esquire? Your parents didn't name you concession? Yeah, this character is not well thought out, I gotta say. <laughs> this, is, this is my fucking life, man. It's almost like you, it's almost like you were just made up on the spot, sir. Well, I we can do you... notes later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why is everybody attacking my character? <laughs> I was really proud of concession Stan. I thought it was really fucking funny. Oh, I'm sorry. Now I feel now I feel bad. So uh, I I put down that I would be a, a a gummy vitamin. I didn't put a reason though, but I think the reason is I'm I'm uh, I'm too much of a good thing, so you'll just end up pissing me out. Uh, <laughs> right into a closet. Jesus, that's fucking dark. Yeah, that's concession stand for you. <laughs> oh my that god, that fucking got me, bro. <laughs> What about you, Sphinx? <laughs> oh, five pound gummy bear. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's all coming back to me. Thank you. <laughs> you got to take me one bite at a time, but after a few bites, you think you're done, and you ask your family if you if they want some, and they're just like, oh, no. <laughs> You've already had some of that. <laughs> but also, I just think it's really funny how they're just, they're, they're just five pounds of pure wiggles. <laughs> Ooh, that is kind of sexy now. Let me tell you something about Jello. <laughs> and coming to the stage, she's five pounds of Jill. <laughs> it's a five pound gummy bear. Yeah, that's uh, that's, uh, that's, that's about it, folks. <laughs> like I said, that's my brother in law. Should have been rough. <laughs> you know what I just realized, y'all? We're recording this the day before the election, like. Yeah. This could be like a time capsule. <laughs> uh, I am afraid for tomorrow. I'm just, I'm, I'm very afraid and nervous. No, hey, I'm... concession stand doesn't like thinking about the future. Concession stand likes to live in the in the past. In the past. <laughs> yeah, it'll be, it'll be all right, everybody. It's fine. Well, this has been a fun conversation about vorophilia. <laughs> <laughs> conversation Holy about vorophilia. <laughs> i would also like anybody to if we've made any mistakes or if any listeners would like to add anything on please email, email us at smutsup.com at gmail.com i'm professional yes it's smutsup69 at gmail.com actually Thanks. you know we haven't addressed the one thing though yet right like why are we into this right like so okay ah. here's a fucking spoiler alert it's a power thing. What? Since right? when? What? <laughs> power struggles and plays. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that that's a big component of it. But there's also the element of like this like kind of primal drive, right? Like of like eating and stuff. Like we talked yeah. about a little bit earlier, like hunting, eating, like that kind of thing is definitely tied up in this, I believe. Um, and based on the research, it seems pretty there's a lot of like tie-ins too with like a lot of other things also um i get a very big like hunter gatherer like vibe and fascination with this as well like that can also be like linked in to this 
Yeah, you know, my life was pretty rough growing up in the concession <laughs> business. <laughs> was it the power struggle? Uh, it was more or less about the uh, the fact that I'm actually just a mozzarella stick. So you asked, what what do we think about it? Yeah, does anybody have any like thoughts? Yeah. Like, I mean, it's pretty interesting shit, right? Like, I I feel like. Yeah, I mean, I, I, can, I can definitely see why people are into it. I love to eat, you know, and then, like, if my food was sexy, it'd be even hotter. It'd be even better, yeah. Like, what if your food was a hot lady, like, like I keep referring think, to? You think that's why everybody likes their stuff plated a certain way? Like, if you have, like, a really nice restaurant, you know, and they make their food real nice on the plate and it makes it a little extra sexy, do you think that that adds to some sort of sexual desire to eat food that's also... Oh, cool? for sure, actually. There's probably a whole technique onto which on which to arrange a plate to inspire arousal in the uh client you think so oh yeah i'm pretty sure there is there's all a bunch of weird shit out there like that well you should figure out what that is i would be curious to hear about that this dude's definitely getting late tonight look i put the two boiled eggs here with some (laughs) with (laughs) 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 it's like hey i wonder what it looks like to them Eh, eh, yeah we get it we get it, Giorgione. It's a penis. <laughs> hey, uh, excuse me, waiter. Why does my mashed potatoes look like a fat pussy? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, sir. Uh, seems uh, you might be seeing that and nobody else. But there's also but like... In actu- but in actuality, they molded it to look like a fat pussy. Like PHT. <laughs> like, bam! There's also like the element, too, of like, I don't know, this like... Again, with the power thing, like, I think, like, the the idea of, like, being willingly eaten or willingly consumed, right? Yeah. Like, I think that that's, like, a particularly pronounced version of, like, submission, right? Like, Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, I think where it comes into the mindset of the submissive, or in this case, the prey, it would be more of, like, the, like, excitement of, like, being hunted or the more of, like, the willingness to like you know help out and nourish this magical creature you know there i read a lot of stories that in which that was the scenario of like (laughs) oh boy he needs to continue his journey but i guess i'll be his emergency food you know interesting Um, another story i read was actually one uh again this is more of like uh we're kind of like the danger element comes in to play uh where it was the creature in question was like a centaur and wanted to just kind of like have a friend to like just kind of try out this idea of vor right and just like all right maybe it's fine uh so like you know the the victim is willing at first or not the victim the prey is <laughs> willing at first um and you know it's like all right cool climb inside my mouth or however they fucking do it you know, uh, <laughs> please, sir, climb inside my little mouth. Please, sir, please climb into my mouth. Uh, <laughs> or is it like a tent where you're just like, all right, you're fucking like, whoop, get in, and then you're, just, you know, behind or whatever. But, anyways, yeah, like, you know, so they climb with inside of them, and it's like, all right, cool, this is, you know, it's okay here, it's kind of fun, you know, how do you feel? I kind of like it, cool. All right, I'm ready to get out now. But the whole thing, the whole thing behind the whole story and the danger element is like horses can't vomit. 
It's one of those fun little facts, you know. So unfortunately, the prey has to be digested. There's that kind of angle of the stories that can kind of like end up as a tragedy, but that's also uh, one of the arousal factors of it as well. If they lived, though, what a roller coaster! Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh boy. <laughs> <clears throat> I've also read a lot of stories like that as well, where you just kind of come out the other end and you just kind of reform and you're like, ah, oh, God, that sucked, you know. But that's, again, as the more cartoony fantasy element of this um, fetish. As See, well. I think the, the fantasy cartoony element is probably my favorite part of this. While it's not my thing, I can kind of grasp why people would like it. Yeah, I, I I truly I truly love seeing like just all kinds of different fetishes that are so absolutely impossible to do in real life that it kind of turns to uh, the creative types like you've got people doing art for it writing stories for it I uh, it, it wouldn't exist without the the creators yeah that is really cool actually I think that, yeah, these types of fetishes too, like these like really imaginal ones, like it definitely touches on something I think a little bit more interesting. Like it's, it's almost seems like it's kind of like a, a metaphor for something else, like, but it gets closer than the other things sort of do. I don't know. It's very, very fascinating st- stuff. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Some people, you know, just the regular the, the regular missionary position doesn't really do it for them. They say, hey, what if I were to climb inside a big lady and she let me? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you'll never know what turns you on until you find it or figure it out. Exactly. Fun stuff. <laughs> Anybody else hungry after this episode? A little bit. A little bit, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I can go for something. I'm going to go yeah. eat me some little bits. I'm <laughs> little bits. Oh, little bits. I'm going to go find me a tasty little man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to find a lady that's in the shape of a fruit. Her a name. Juicy peach. That's a grape. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my script? They got buried under... Got buried under war fiction. <laughs> oh, darn. God damn it, Bobby. I'm just wanna look God at my, damn it. I just wanna look at my vor pics. <laughs> just wanna see this big titty goth girl get swallowed up by a sexy snake. <laughs> oh, by a sexy slithery snake. Ooh. Yes. Just open up them double wide jaws. <laughs> yeah, the uh, Hydra actually is another popular monster within the vor fiction. It can swallow so many things because it has so many heads. That is true, and it can all it can it can spit roast whoever it's like eating, like with two heads. Yeah, it can actually. <laughs> Holy shit! See, I like these fetishes because they are very helpful for the creative types, especially like yourself, you weird little pervert. Well, it seems uh, like uh, one of our. Uh, co-host here there mike Just... decided oh you know what happened she must she mistook it for a little tiny man she accidentally ate the mic <gasps> hey, she got a little too into vor and decided to try it out herself but she is typing so we know she's safe she didn't choke on her or anything but i'm gonna go ahead and run through the the conclusion real quick or actually 
Um, Spanx, would you like to do the honors? <gasps> Can I? Absolutely. You have to well, do guys... it for legal reasons anyway. Aw, thanks. Thanks, guys. We, we've said this before on the show and we'll say it again. Everyone has a thing and that's okay. As long as it's consensual and legal and all that stuff. But if you feel like your thing, whatever it is, uh, is causing you problems, for instance, stuff that psychologists might consider maladaptive, like anger, self-harm, avoidance, withdrawal, uh, please don't hesitate to find someone to talk to. You don't need to, sh to be ashamed of it. I can assure you, having been to many therapists, your deal is not the worst thing that they've heard, I'm sure. Just yeah. talk to someone. <laughs> and remember, no matter what, uh, no matter who you think you are right now, no matter what you look like, you deserve love and you deserve to be happy. So please take care of yourself. And remember, guys, put a condom on it. Put a condom on it be safe out there. Hey, concession stands is uh, good luck out there. <laughs> Stay safe. And, uh, concession sand says put a wrapper on it yeah just put yourself see i have to use fun size but i also got king size wrappers in here or like you know if you don't need any of that i got some popcorn you could have it hey concession sand, i'm pretty hungry hey, you have any uh big titty golf girl oh yeah 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 <laughs> He, he, just, <laughs> he, he just hands you uh he just hands you an oreo <laughs> a half inside delicious uh, oh it's take an order eat. of a big titty goth curly fries oh <laughs> Ooh, nice. he, he hands you a funnel cake <laughs> <laughs> i don't think concession stand knows food Oh, well, it's because concession sand is food. I'm not going to give you what you request. <laughs> I'm going to give you what you need. <laughs> Bless you, concession stand. <laughs> America salutes you. <laughs> All right. Well, I love I love you guys. We out. We out. We out. We, we're out of here. <laughs> if you liked anything you heard on here, please let us know by sending us an email over at smutsup69 at gmail.com. Also, you know, if we're on an app by now, you know, go ahead and drop us five stars and leave a review. That'd be nice. Um, we don't, you know, you don't have to do it. It would just help us out a lot. Um, enjoy your day and stay sexy. <laughs> What Ray said was true. The microphone did look like a little man, and I ate him. It was concession stand. He's dead now, and you'll never have to hear from him again. You're welcome. <laughs>